Hey, it's Chris, the Supply Chain Doctor and Apex Coach, providing you insights and tools to better understand and apply the Apex body of knowledge to everyday supply chains. In this interview, we spoke with Christian Warren, a well-educated individual with extensive supply chain experience. To better understand why he pursued the Apex CSCP certification and learn tips on how to prepare for and pass an Apex exam. It all sounds pretty boring. So let's see if Christian can prove me wrong. Christian, congratulations on recently passing the Apex CSCP exam and thanks for sharing your experiences with us. Uh, hopefully others can listen to this and either develop confidence, develop a solid study plan for, for pursuing CSCP or possibly both. Hey, I'm glad you asked me. I'm certainly glad to help. So let's uh, let's just take a few minutes to discuss maybe a little bit about you, why you wanted the CPS certification, and uh, and things that you you did to prepare for the exam. But before we get into that detail, so let's start with your why. Why did you want the APIC certification and uh, specifically the CSCP? Well, I'm somebody who has a varied background, if you will, and even though my background certainly is very much strong in the supply chain area. Um, I'm currently working in the transportation industry, and that's a designation that really carries quite a bit of weight relative to the customers that I have. And even though I've got solid credentials, if you will, having the CSCP designation gives me automatic credibility before I even walk into the room. And that, that's really important in what I do at C.H. Robinson. Yeah, I talk to people about it and I, I tell them they kind of helps them become somewhat of a trusted advisor. Have you you've heard that term before probably? Oh yeah. So what what's a little bit about your background? Um, you said you're in supply chain management. What did you go to university? How'd you get to where you are? So my background is interesting. I actually worked for General Motors for um, quite a while and I was actually in lean manufacturing and industrial engineering. My undergrad actually um, came from Morehouse College here in Atlanta, and I was a physics major. And then I went to Georgia Tech, where I got my um, grad degree in mechanical engineering. And upon graduation, I worked for General Motors. And while at General Motors, I got a chance to see lots of really cool stuff. But the majority of the time I spent in the lean manufacturing area. And once I did that for a certain number of years, I was fortunate enough to go back to school and get my MBA. And after getting my MBA, I did a few years in consulting. And while consulting, I got to do some supply chain related consulting, as well as business strategy. And then that's when I started branching off into my supply chain career. And I worked a few years for a company called Americold Logistics and did operational excellence for Americold and got a really, really good grounding in warehousing, distribution, and transportation. I did a few years for a small company that did sales, and I got a chance to do what I call market research, market intelligence, business intelligence, and business strategy. And after doing that for a few years, I worked for another transportation company, logistics company called Siva Logistics, based out of Jacksonville. And after Siva, I had a chance to transition to a consumer products company. And that consumer products company called OneCare, which has since long since been acquired by a different company, 
I was the head of domestic and international logistics for that company. And after doing that for two or three years, once the company was acquired, I came over to C.H. Robinson. So it was a, that was quite a long answer to the question, but I certainly have what I'll call a wide and varied background to getting to where I was today. Well, you obviously have a a deep background and deep experience in supply chain, and I'll, I'll come back to that one. So what are you doing now in your current role? So in my current role, it is actually very tightly focused on transportation, and I'm what's called an account manager. And in that account manager role, my responsibilities are to really be a consultative business partner with my customers and help them understand how they can get more bang for the buck out of their spend on transportation. And it's the full spectrum of transportation, whether it's ocean transportation, traditional truckload and LTL transportation. My focus, if you will, is to make sure that I advise them effectively on what can make their overall spend the most efficient and and especially in these situations, help them reduce cost when possible. So you're an interesting certificate, you know, in terms of the Apex world, because you're you're very well educated when you talk about physics and mechanical engineering. You have a deep background in lean practitioner consulting and a lot of strategy, but now you're kind of in the account management sales world. So that's why I'm curious, uh, you know, why you why you were interested in CSCP. You know, we we talked about the trusted advisor thing, but you're a very uh, interesting uh, background for this type of certification. Well, interestingly enough, my background as decent as it may be, it didn't give me the automatic credibility in the transportation world that I thought it would. And when I had conversations with people inside of C.H. Robinson, it was pretty clear that many of the most respected people that I came across had the CSCP designation. And I said, hey, you know, why not you know, move and behave as the best in the business do. And that's part of the reason why I started looking towards that designation. It sounds like we share a common theme, intellectual curiosity. I, I enjoy learning and um, I think it's a continuous process. So it sounds similar to you. As they say, never stop learning. Never stop learning. So Christian, thanks. Thanks for that background. I think it's important for, you know, different people. I, I get questions all the time as an Apex person, you know, is the certification right for me? And the answer is, is always it depends. And there's all, all types of people. So I appreciate your background. Next, if you could just tell us about your process. You know, How did you prepare for the exam? So in preparing for the exam, I'm a big believer in if you can get an instructor-led course, a really good, solid instructor is worth their weight in gold, if you will. Because if everything was, at least for me, just as easy as log on and get your online content and keep going, well, it it would be a different world. But really, instructors have the benefit of the follow-up questions and so forth. So for me, I arranged an APIX course for not only myself, but for several of my coworkers as well. And we went through the course and we had it structured over a couple of months where we got a chance to go over a certain number of modules have some time to really study, focus on what the content was, and then follow up. And that that cadence worked really, really well for not only myself, but for the handful of people in my group and then in other groups as well. 
And I can tell you that through that process, and obviously there was more follow-up after the course, but that created such a solid foundation to be prepared for the class or for the test rather, that everybody in my group, um, we, we passed, 100% of us who took the test passed it. So I think that speaks to the value of the in-person, in-person um, preparation. So how much, uh, how much time do you think you personally invested? I know you, you said you had classes. I'll, let's estimate 40 hours of classes or whatever. How much cl- time did you invest above and beyond, or was it just the class time? So after the course was completed, I took some time away from preparation for the exam just due to work. But once I started getting dialed in, the first thing was making a plan. And that was part of the course, which said, hey, have a good comprehensive plan to approach all of the material and using the learning system as part of that plan. And I would say that I had about a 10, 10, 12 week window. And for the first 10 weeks of the 12 week footprint, let's call it, for the first 10 weeks, I probably spent anywhere from five to 10 hours a week just getting refamiliarized with most of the terms and going end to end through the course materials from the class, as well as just reading the, the most important parts of the learning system. I did peruse the learning system and the book content from end to end, but I didn't focus on that in a highly intense way. And then after those 10 weeks where I'm spending, you know, let's call it five to 10 hours a week, when I got to be about two weeks out or so from my my test date, I really, really cranked it up. And I was spending anywhere from 20 to 30 hours a week. And that period was a lot of flashcards, a lot of repetitively taking tests and reviewing what I missed and really dialing in on what I missed and understanding that. So maybe even three weeks where I'm doing 20 plus hours of prep, but I didn't want to underestimate what it took to get through the, through the test. Well, it sounds like it was time well invested if you look at the, the results. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the learning system, the online learning system, it, it comes with books, hard copy books, but there's also an online uh, learning system part, which I, I think is a world-class solution. Do you have any, any comments or input on the, the online tools? The online tools were absolutely fantastic because it helped structure what you were doing in terms of what are some of the most important concepts. The test questions, ironically, seemed to be very similar to the actual questions that were on the exam itself. So once I got to the exam, I had a little bit more comfort because a lot of the questions had a familiar look and feel to them, if you will. And I was able to track what where I did well and where I didn't do well. So it helped me focus where to study on those last handful of weeks as I started ramping up my preparation. So between that and I went a little bit old school, if you will, and I actually got a bunch of index cards and did flashcards, created my own flashcards. And as I explained to some of the folks on my team, it wasn't the flashcards that I actually needed themselves because I could have printed flashcards from the learning system. It was just the the process of writing things out and having to write it out and understand it was just more reinforcement of what the concepts were. 
Yeah, I think there's a, isn't there a learning theory on that that says, you you know, if somebody tells you something, you remember 20% of it, you write it down, you, you know, you say it. I think there's, a, I'm, I'm, I'm screwing it all up there, but there's a process for improving your learning retention, which includes writing and, and doing it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I learned years ago that I'm, you know, I'm the type of guy that learns a whole lot better if I write it out. And so I literally wrote things out multiple times and that, that worked well for me. So this is an agree or disagree question, uh, and you can expand if you want to. It's all about the terms, agree or disagree. 1,000% agree. Go ahead. That's what we talk about in classes, but I always like to hear that from students' perspective. Yeah, I, I agree really with, you know, so much with that because if you look at it, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of terms that you need to understand and going through the course, it helps you understand which terms are more important than others, you know, so to speak. In other words, which terms are the foundation of what Apex has been looking at across the years? And then there's some terms that, you know, though everything has its importance, you can't, you can't boil the ocean at a certain point. So I think knowing the the foundational terms and knowing what those terms are is critically important because literally you could spend hours and hours and hours focused on terms that really don't play, don't regularly play themselves out on the test. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's something I, we talk about the Pareto principle, which is, is something you would learn in a class. Um, and that's kind of what I suggest to students is they, you know, we give them the point them in the right direction and tell them, uh, where to spend most of their time. So on that on that theme, I'll wrap up with that. Any suggest? I don't put you on the spot, but any suggestions for any, maybe somebody that's studying now on maybe what's key concepts or things that you you saw pop up as a common theme? Maybe like uh, bullwhip or inco terms or just any any random thing that pops up. Yeah, bullwhip, absolutely. Really, if you took the Pareto principle, if you will, that was that was explained during the course and, you know, truth in advertising here, you know, you were the instructor for my course. And I thought I was just so well prepared because, um, it was, it was pretty clear to me that there's a collection of terms that you absolutely positively owe it to yourself to know inside and out. And then there's the way I broke it down was once I knew those terms inside and out, then the next group were terms that you absolutely need to be familiar with. And then the rest of the terms, don't, don't let it be the first time you've seen those terms as you walk into the test. So being able to prioritize my time in that way was just super, super helpful. Yeah, and thank you for that feedback. Yeah, that's one thing I say about classes. There's a lot of different Apex instructors, but that's one thing you can do as a person is you know just do a little bit of research and find out exactly that learning style and kind of what the value is they're going to bring. You don't want to just sit there and, and see people read slides. You want them to be able to uh, help you focus in on the right things. Yeah, I can, I can say without hesitation, whether it's preparing for Apex or, you know, as I was back in college during those days and other professional certifications I've had, the instructor makes all the difference in the world. I've, I've gone through different professional certifications where the instructor, quite honestly, was not overwhelmingly great, and it made a difference in how well I 
learned and could apply the information. Oh, super. Thanks for that. And so Christian, I uh, appreciate all your input there. And again, learning, learning from people that have done it before. Sometimes that's just the encouragement people need. But so about you again, what, what's next for you? Well, for me, um, having, having the certification is certainly making it easy to open more doors because in the industry that I'm in, with the APIX designation, there aren't questions about, yeah, he's, he's got experience. Yeah, he seems to be a smart enough guy, but you know, the but comment no longer comes up and it makes it easy to focus on the opportunity that's ahead of me rather than is he the right guy or the, have the right qualifications for the opportunity. So for me, the world of transportation is now completely wide open. I'll continue to, to do what I'm doing in the world of transportation and helping large, complex customers figure out their large, complex transportation problems. And I'm sure they, I'm sure all your customers uh, greatly appreciate that. And you would be open to, uh, I guess, on LinkedIn or something, so people can get in touch with you if they want to learn a little bit more about you or just stay connected. That's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, my name is Christian Warren, and feel free to look me up on LinkedIn at any point. I'll be more than happy to help you. Christian, again, congratulations, and thanks for sharing. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in CSCP or other APIC certifications, there's a YouTube video where you can learn more about bootcamp-style workshops at Georgia Tech. Search on APIC's Bootcamp Courses Informational Webinar. If you're in the North Georgia, North Alabama, Chattanooga area, check out the traditional class formats offered by the University of Tennessee Chattanooga Center for Professional Education's Supply Chain Academy. Optionally, the APIX Coach can bring supply chain certification workshops to your company. Send a note to chris at apixcoach.com. And remember, supply chain is boring. 